Welcome to Just for Sport on this Monday following one of the best performances ever by the GOAT. And you know who I'm talking about, Mr. Tom Brady. What a game. What a game, everybody. I hope you were able to enjoy the greatness. What I tell you? What did I tell you? You're here on Just for Sport with Jamoke Davis here on the Props Network. Thank you very much for those who are watching live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook. And for those listening as a podcast, you'll be able to uh, leave a review. Tell other people about the show. Hopefully bring some knowledge. I'm also bringing on uh, a sports contributor in the DMV area, Joe Yasharoff. Not only that, but a mentor of mine as well. So he and I are going to chat about the Super Bowl. But what did I tell you? I was betting with my heart, but you can't bet against the GOAT. Ten Super Bowls. He won seven of them. He's been to more Super Bowls than like, what, eight of the teams combined? In the AFC? Yesterday's game made me think of two things. I understand that Tom Brady, when he's asked by Jim Nance, do you want to call this your crowning achievement? And please feel free to join the chat if you would like to also participate. You know, you are definitely welcome to do that as well. But in my mind, that was the crowning achievement for Tom Brady. And the reason why it was is because when you think about not only what it took for him to get to the Super Bowl, but you think about his age. You think about the fact that not only is he 43, but how many times did we have to hear throughout the week saying that, oh, well, it's the goat versus the kid. This is a Chiefs dynasty now. No. In my mind, until Tom Brady retires and calls it quits, that alone is like, I don't know how you can bet against him. But when you looked at what Tampa Bay had on offense and defense, they were the better team. In my mind, it's even a mistake for you to say that Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. He's younger. I'll give you that. They are the reigning Super Bowl champs. But when you look at what this team went through 
with the Bucs. At the beginning of the season, it was a little choppy. They lost the first game to the Saints. Like, I don't know. Then Bruce Arians, which I think was very strategic on his part, you know, really didn't allow for Tom Brady to uh, – what's the word I want to say? Settle in and feel like, oh, well, this is all about me. No, Bruce Arians was very critical of him and wanted to see more out of him. And we may never know what was said behind closed doors. But the bottom line is, in my mind, you were looking at the best quarterback ever, period, hands down, is Tom Brady. When I would see him sitting on the sidelines, I was like, man, that guy looks so calm. He looks so collected. You know, he'd have his, <clears throat> excuse me, he'd have his head, his head down and you kind of see him look up and, you know, he would just kind of, he just looked relaxed. You know, maybe he'd look up at the scoreboard once in a while. But it was almost like, okay, when's this game going to be over? When is this game going to be over? And in some ways, we knew this, right? To quote Dennis Green... You want to crown him, crown him. Well, yeah, you do want to crown him. Why would you even have bet against Tom Brady? He may have had the best offense that he's ever had, minus what, the Randy Moss year in New England? He had a solid defense on the other side of the ball. And he had the chip on his shoulder because all week, actually two weeks, what did we hear? Oh, it's about the kid. It's about the Chiefs. And I think actually you saw yesterday with how much um, Patrick Mahomes was hurried, hurried, which was more, I think it was a Super Bowl record. I mean, his spirals falling down were beautiful. None of them were complete. But when he was under pressure, It almost was all game. You wondered what was going to happen to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And they came unraveled on defense. I thought the refs made a couple of bad calls that kept the drives alive for New, e for New England. Here I go. I, I'm doing it. For Tampa Bay. But in the end, I actually feel like if I was Brady, and maybe he could do it behind closed doors, but it doesn't matter because they weren't voted. You can't vote that way. But you almost feel like you want to give the MVP trophy to the defense because of the way that they rattled Mahomes. I mean, you saw on Twitter, they were talking about give it to Todd Bowles. He deserves the MVP. 
I mean, even when you go back to that first game during the regular season, Kansas City won 27 to 24. It was three points. They jumped out to an early lead because Tyreek Hill had a freak of a game in the first half. But that, that you add all of these things, the little things, which by the way, is a very good uh, movie with Denzel Washington. The little things that you can take in a game when you're analyzing what you should, who you should pick. That is fuel for the fire for Tom Brady. Oh, he beat me already at home. Okay, well now we gotta get him. And Damakin Sue, Barrett, David, JPP, who used to be on the Giants. As Sam said, how could you bet again? They all had a chip on their shoulder. They all won a ring. Antonio Brown not only got a ring, but he scored a touchdown. Did you see the joy in him when he scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl? The excitement, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're going to win the Super Bowl. Gronk comes out of retirement. Leonard Fournette. The Jacksonville Jaguars, the worst team in the NFL, was like, we don't need you. On the worst team in the NFL, they released Leonard Fournette. Nah, he's no good. He's washed up. He's nothing. He's got a Super Bowl ring now. Probably didn't even have to really move anything. I mean, it's Jacksonville, Tampa Bay. They're so close. Maybe they're not that close. I'm not talking about geography. They're pretty close. And they got the Super Bowl ring. Tom Brady is amazing. And his ripple effects are beyond basketball and tennis where you hear Serena Williams and LeBron James saluting Tom Brady and talking about how great he is. Although, by the way, okay, let's also remember that Bill Russell and the Boston Celtics won 11 championships. Just, they were they're pretty amazing. I just think that what Tom Brady is doing at the age of 43 is just amazing. It's just amazing. And it was the number one ranked offense versus the number two ranked offense. And that Chiefs offense looked awful. Mahomes had his worst performance. The Chiefs under center Mahomes, this is the lowest scoring game ever, nine points. And we were ready to crown the kid. Oh, yeah, Chiefs, Di Chiefs Dynasty, what are you talking about? The crazy thing is, I think we talk about this a lot. Talk about this a lot. When a, a NBA player said this to me about greatness, 
Sam says Brooks Kepka, the way he was smelling blood. Wasn't that Brooks Kepka in a commercial yesterday for Paramount Plus streaming or whatever? He looked huge on that mountain. Storming back from behind yesterday at TPC Scottsdale. Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka, the Brady of golf. I think that he would be inspiring Tiger Woods, who still doesn't have 18, to try to find a way to get 18. That's what I think is going to happen as those ripple effects of the older generation of players who are like, hey, hold up. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. But an NBA player once said to me about greatness, and they were on the other side of 10 years. And I can say it. Um, It was Paul Pierce talking about greatness and that you shouldn't talk about greatness until it's on the other side of a player's career, if they were great or not. We give, oh, uh, DeChambeau was in a commercial. We give these players too much adoration, too many accolades, too early, too early. And I'm at fault too. I am at fault too, and we can't do it. You have to let a player have a career and you look back on it and you talk about greatness. That's where you talk about greatness. And in doing so, we're gonna look at the 2021-2022 Super Bowl odds. The Chiefs haven't moved. They're the favorite. I am surprised at the Bucs. I think the Bucs should be the favorite. Tom Brady said he's coming back. So that would be good value at plus 900. Nine to one. Packers nine to one. Chiefs five and a half to one. Who heck, Drew Brees, seeing what Brady did, may decide to come back. Ben Roethlisberger is in talks with the Steelers to come back. All of these older quarterbacks are all looking at what Tom Brady did yesterday and said, you know what, I'm going to give it one more run. Now, if I'm Tom Brady, I probably would like to retire on top. I would. But that being said, the Bucks should be at the top of this list. Bills 12 to 1, no. Rams isn't bad. I mean, you know, I'm not a big Matthew Stafford fan in that he's a really good quarterback, but I'm not going to say he's Hall of Fame, I'm taking my team to the Super Bowl or else they would have already been to the Super Bowl when he had Calvin Johnson. But the Rams aren't a bad number at 13 to 1. I could see that. I mean, heck, you come down here, the Seahawks. 
22 to 1. Russell Westbrook was watching the game. Russell Westbrook, I did again. Russell Wilson was watching the game yesterday. I said Russell Westbrook like two times yesterday where they kept showing him in the box with Roger Goodell. But some of these other teams, I don't know if, I mean, look, Houston Texans. Oh, man, look at that. The bottom of the barrel next to the Detroit Lions. 125 to 1. If they can fix whatever they've got going on wrong down in Houston, if you're a Texans fan, I'd take a flyer on it. But I doubt it. I don't know if you can go below the Steelers at 30 to 1. Who knows what Dak Prescott's going to do with the Cowboys? Maybe. Jacksonville's down here at 75 to 1. Can Trevor Lawrence get them to a Super Bowl? I don't, I doubt it. Maybe three or four years from now, they've got more than just quarterback issues. I mean, heck, I don't even know if the Ravens at 12 to 1 can get to the Super Bowl as bad as they looked against Buffalo, only scoring three points. But in this Super Bowl, to think that the Chiefs only scored nine points, It's just a dominating performance, a dominating performance. Will Mahomes and the Chiefs be back? As I said, we crowned them too early, but, you know, I could see them being back in the NFL championship game, the Super Bowl. Sam says the Cowboys. I don't know. 30 to 1. I mean, I take a flyer on them. I mean, when Dak Prescott was healthy, they were, before he got hurt, they, you know, I think they were up and down. But you could see them being a team that, you know, could make some noise. I mean, every year I feel like everybody thinks about the Cowboys. Packers, 9 to 1. You know, you can look at the conference winners and then look at the NFC East. I'd probably say Cowboys, definitely. Packers, NFC Championship, four and a half to one. Buccaneers tied with them at four and a half to one. The Bucs are the better team. So this might be the time. Going ahead and grab the Bucs now as a conference winner. At four and a half. Why not? Because that number, I think by the time you get to the start of next season, they may be the favorite and you're not going to get that kind of value. But the funny thing is when you think of betting, now is the time to, to, to get those early odds. 
you can get some of these teams at at the low low price of the Seahawks at 11 to 1 to be the NFC championship winner or the Super Bowl obviously that's another one all right for those of you that are listening or watching live I really appreciate it uh, watching on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Uh, We also have a podcast. And I want to take some time to talk about the content we have here at the Props Network. You didn't hear from me that I was telling you, pick Brady and the Bucks at plus three. You got a pick and some from Joe Wolkowski the professional gambler on the walk-on. I mean, my man was, you know, giving you props on the coin toss and, you know, was Gronk going to have two touchdowns or less? Was Brady going to pass for 300 yards? Edward Solaire, how many rushing yards is he going to have? He gives you some props. So check out the walk-on on the Props Network as well. And if you want to talk basketball, then you got NBA picks and props with Dexter in the game. And they're giving you some numbers Friday at 5 p.m. They do some futures picks, but also they give you some games for Friday night. You need some help, a nudging one way or the other of of what player to take here. If LeBron James will get a triple-double, Donovan Mitchell will score over 30 points. That's why you watch NBA pick and props. I think the thing that I love most about yesterday's wins that I went with my heart. And I know somebody, oh, that's this ridiculous. Why'd you do that? Well, I had some good friends down there that either grew up in Tampa and I met them in DC. My good friend Casey, who was on this very same show, she works for the Bucks as a reporter. She has some really cool pictures of her seats yesterday at the game. I know she was thrilled and now she'll get a ring as I have a ring, mine with the Washington Capitals. She will have a ring. That's going to be wonderful when we get together for our reunion and and check it out and hear more stories as we do every year, it seems like. Well, not not this past year because of coronavirus, but every year we get together somewhere, a bunch of us. So it'll be fun. But I digress. Bottom lines, the Profs Network has some great content for you. Please continue to check it out, share it, leave a review, tweet it out, put it on your Instagram story. We're on TikTok as well. I like doing the TikTok videos. I got to get better about the editing. But also check out thepropsnetwork.com for daily odds on live bets. And speaking of live bets, now we're going to talk some tennis. That's right. Tennis. The Australian Open. Down under. The Grand Slam that I am predicting that Serena Williams will get her 24th major title. Or Grand Slam title as they call it. I believe it. 
in my mind, you know how you think that some things, Sam says, should the coin toss? Yeah, just, just let it count. They let a non-NFL official flip the coin. Yes, it should count. If you look at LeBron James winning the championship, if you look at, heck, the Tampa Bay Lightning, a Steven Stamkos finally getting a title. I believe this was his first one. I act like I know no hockey hockey, but I don't remember Stamkos having an NHL uh, title before. Clayton Kershaw with the Dodgers. You see how it's lining up here? Tom Brady. This is the year. Serena Williams at 10 to 1. I'm putting it down. Serena Williams to win the Australian Open. That is kind of betting with my heart as well. But I feel like this is a trend. If you realize what we're talking about here, I'm not talking about titles that were won two years ago by an older player. I mean, heck, outside of this Masters, it was still 2020 when Tiger Woods won the Masters. This could be it. And that 10 to 1... Take Serena. I mean, the crazy thing is if you want to talk about the player who won it last year, Sophia Kinnon, she's all the way down at 17 to 1. Ashley Barty, who is playing in her home continent of Australia, didn't look up where she's from, from Ashley Barty. It's five to one. Naomi Osaka's five to one. Garbine Muguruza, Muguruza is 10 to one. She lost in the finals last year, the Australian Open. Serena's already, already the greatest tennis player of all time, male or female in my mind. She's one behind Margaret Court. And even then, I feel like the fact that Margaret Court, 11 of her titles were one down under. And that was back in the day when the field was only 32 play. It was only a 32 player draw. It's more than double that now. A number of the top players wouldn't even go to Australia to play in the Australian Open. So she was able to clean up that way. And we had an Australian Open preview show with Ava Wallace, Frank Hammerhand, Mark Stern on Thursday. You can check that out on our uh, YouTube channel as well. No one was taking Serena. Now, I forgot. I gave my men's pick, which was, I'm team, team. 
I'm going to be team team, which I know is kind of going against what I said about, you know, the the age trend. Now I'll get to that in a little bit. But no one's picking Serena. So I know I'm on the outside making a prediction, but that's kind of what I like to do. It's almost like I remember if you go all the way back to 9-11, after 9-11 happened, I said, you know what? I think the Patriots are going to win. You know, Patriots, patriotic. But I didn't put my pick in. And guess who won the Super Bowl that next year? Well, I guess four months later. Four months later. On the men's side, so I've got Serena Williams on the women's side, and she's already won her first round match. There have been no repeat champions since Victoria Azarenka in 2012-2013. So I could see you not going with Ashley Barty. I could see that. Nomi Osaka won it in 2019. But on the men's side, I picked Dominique Team. Because I'm team team. Novak Djokovic and Rafa Nadal are playing in this tournament. No Federer. He opted out this year. But it's crazy to think that it's been 2005 since any since Federer, Nadal, or Rafa have not been involved in the Australian Open Finals. But Dominic Team was a runner-up last year, and I think this is his coming out, which I think is crazy, right? Because I'm just talking about, well, you just said that it, you can't crown Mahomes, but the key is I'm not crowning Team. I'm just saying I think this is his year to win the Australian Open. He won a three-set match, had a scare in the first, first set, 7-6, but he won all three sets in his first round match. But I'm taking team team, Dominic team at 7-1 to one to win it all. That's my pick. No American will get close. No American will get close. But also, just keep in mind as we're all watching Australian Open, it's at night. Right? Because they're ahead of us almost by 12 hours. So their matches will be during the daytime, but it'll be at 7 o'clock our time, and they'll be playing until 3, 4 a.m. in the morning if you want to watch it live. Speaking of live, coming up, we got Joe Yasharoff. Now, Joe Yasharoff and I, we were on separate opposite teams yesterday. And not just in terms of Bucks, Chiefs, but also Brady, Mahomes. So I'm curious to talk to him about um, the game yesterday. It's going to be fun. But again, I just want to take some time to tell everybody to please check out our YouTube channel, thepropsnetwork.com. It's our website. We have a YouTube channel at the Props Network. We've got TikTok at the Props Network. We've got Instagram at the Props Network. We've got live odds, podcasts, live shows, a lot for you. So check us out uh, and continue to share our content. And uh, you can join our chat as well. You can join our chat as well. Okay. Hi, Joe. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing very well. Uh, so let's first start with your thoughts on the game as a whole. Were you disappointed with what happened in the Super Bowl? 
Joe, we can't hear you. I don't know if it's something with your mic. You went out. Oh, you went I'm in. sorry. I'm sorry, Jim. Okay. I, I was saying that I was angry, so angry at that game. I was yelling at the set. Um, <laughs> I wanted, like everybody else, a great game, a shootout, 42-39, something like that. We got none of that. It was a bad game. Uh, of course, all due respect to Tom Brady and Tampa Bay, but I was angry that we did not get anywhere near the game that we deserved. From that aspect, I 100% agree with you. It was somewhat of a boring Super Bowl because of that. Yeah. In your mind, were we, because I was saying the whole time, I'm taking the goat over the kid, but were we crowning Mahomes too early or is it just more that the defense of the Bucks just had their number? Well, it's, it's a combination. Yes, we were crowning Mahomes too early. I wasn't crowning him as the GOAT, uh, not even the GOAT to be, but, you know, it was a nice little marketing thing, GOAT versus the kid. I mean, there's no question Brady is the GOAT. I hate saying that, but he is. The defense by Tampa Bay was spectacular. My MVP, and I said it in the third quarter, was Todd Bowles, is Todd Bowles, will always be Todd Bowles. His game plan was masterful. What he did to the best offense in the NFL was unbelievable. He scored nine points, Jamoke. Nine. nine points. That's ridiculous. If they scored 25, that would have been a good job. Nine. So Todd Bowles and the, the game plan and, of course, the execution were unbelievable. So to me, that's that was the game. When you watched Tom Brady and how masterful he was, did you see that there was that sense of calmness throughout the whole game? He's just like, ah, yeah. another Super Bowl for me. No question. I mean, you know, 10th Super Bowl, I guess that comes with playing in your 10th Super Bowl. I didn't think Mahomes looked panicked at all. It's just that, you know, Tampa Bay's defense just stifled Mahomes. They clearly decided to take Tyreek Hill out of the game, which is the thing to do. That's what Bill Belichick would have done. That's his thing. You take away the team's <laughs> biggest weapon, their biggest threat. Kelsey is also a big threat, and they let him have a couple catches here and there, but that didn't matter. They knew Tyreek Hill could hurt them, and they said, you're not going to hurt us. Uh, but, yeah, Brady was was as calm as ever. He, you know, two touchdowns to his old guy Gronk and then Antonio Brown. Two guys caught three touchdowns that weren't even in football a year ago. Gronk was retired. Antonio was on the street, you know, malcontent, whatever label you want to put on him. You know, nobody wants this guy. Three touchdowns from two guys that nobody wanted. I was amazed at how well they played yesterday as a team that they knew what they wanted to accomplish. I, you know, I wouldn't want to say they were doing it for Brady. I definitely feel like it was a Bruce Arians thing. But at the beginning sure. of the season, you know, none of us thought that this this was just like, oh, okay, he's going to the Bucks, But no one ever thought that they yeah. were actually going to win. I mean, it's, this is, it's amazing the accomplishments that, that he has done, that he predicted, I, I'm going to go down there and win. Yeah, it was kind of Joan Namath-esque for those uh, watching and listening who are old enough to remember he guaranteed <laughs> the Jets would win the Super Bowl. I thought Brady there would make them a playoff contender, knowing all the weapons they had. I did not think they were going to the Super Bowl or winning a Super Bowl. Nobody did. But it's all Brady. I mean, you know, yes, he got had a lot of help. But what were they before Brady? They were nothing. And he goes there, 43 years old, and, and he wins a Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's one of the greatest, without being overly dramatic, it's one of the greatest sports stories ever told. He's 43. Yeah. 
It's pretty amazing. I mean, my thing is I was saying earlier that I feel like you still put Bill Russell over him. Yes. No, no. Well, here's the deal. I'm not a Tom Brady guy, but Bill Russell, he was unbelievable. He has 11 rings, nine as a player, two as a player coach, I believe. Mm-hmm. He had nine or 10 Hall of Famers that he played with. I'm not saying that takes away, but you have to put it into context. Brady's won with a lot of non-Hall of Famers mm-hmm. with the Patriots and now with Tampa Bay. I mean, yes, he has Gronk and and he has some good players. But um, in terms of who he's been playing with, I got to put Brady over Bill Russell. And I love Bill Russell. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they literally had nine or ten Hall of Famers. Yeah. You know, and and when the Celtics were first winning their titles, there were, I don't know, eight to ten teams in the league. Again, I'm not diminishing what Bill Russell did. Please don't misunderstand. But mm-hmm. what Brady's doing, I think, is in a way, even though seven is not as big as 11, is in a way more incredible than what Bill Russell did. And six of those were kind of in the shadow of Bill Russell as he was in New England, yeah. you know, the Boston yeah. area. Right. Um, when you look at, you know, you talk about a coaching tree and Brady's tree isn't, I'm going in a different direction here, the tree of the number of older players in other sports. Serena Williams is talking about him. LeBron James is talking yeah. about him as inspiration. Uh, I mentioned Steven Stamkos finally got a, a, sure. a, a, a championship or whatever they call it in hockey. Stanley I mean, Cup, yeah. Stanley Cup. Um uh, uh, Clayton Kershaw is on, you know, and some would say he's on yeah. the other side of his career that right. finally got a World Series ring. Do you see him being an inspiration the way I do for these other players that are older that are saying, I'm not going to hang it up. Yeah. I'm going to keep playing and I'm going to take care of my body. What, what Brady is doing goes beyond football. It goes beyond sports. He is now a cultural icon. I mean, again, it's a universal story. Someone who still can do what they did 20 years ago at the same level, maybe not the same level, but a good enough level to still beat everybody else. It's unbelievable. How can it not be inspirational? He's got this wacky training regimen and he eats kale and (laughs) avocado and all these things that sound disgusting. But clearly he has made a commitment um, to do what it takes to win and to keep winning at an age where people are sitting on their couch complaining about how sore their body is from when Mm -hmm. they used to play. One of the great uh, tweets I saw, I never thought about this, so I I don't remember who it was, and I apologize. I want to give the person credit. So Brady wins his first Super Bowl. After Brady wins his first Super Bowl, Calvin Johnson starts his career. Calvin Johnson ends his career. Calvin Johnson gets in the Hall of Fame. So Brady won a Super Bowl before and after Calvin Johnson started, ended his career, and was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Think about that. That's a great tweet. That's a great tweet. And it's funny because I was just talking about Calvin Johnson because I actually think that in terms of us overrating or inflating players – Matthew Stafford has done nothing in Detroit in the same amount of time that Brady's been in the league, but he's almost praised as, oh, he's going to be the savior for the Rams. No, he had Calvin Johnson on his team, and they could not get to the Super Bowl. All right, I'm glad you said that because I'm going to do a 180 on you. I completely completely disagree with you on Matthew Stafford. I can't defend his winning playoff games because he hasn't. I can't defend his record because it's not great, although it's not horrible given that he's with a horrible franchise 
with no running game, with no defense. When they have a good coach in Jim Caldwell, they get rid of him and they hire Matt Patricia because he wears a pencil behind his ear <laughs> and he coached for Belichick. So I'm a Matthew Stafford guy. I think um, I trust Sean McVay's uh, intuition and I think he is the missing piece for the Rams. So I'm a Matthew Stafford guy, but I can't tell you that his record is great because it's not. But I'm saying the record's not great because he had no chance to be great with a horrible organization with wow. no support. Okay. So we'll see okay. who's right with the Rams next year. So if we're let's let's think about that and let's look at the odds of who could get to the Super Bowl next year. We're gonna start with your Rams at 13 to 1. Or would you take the Rams at 13 to 1 to win the Super Bowl next year? Sure. Now I'm not a betting guy, Jamoke, and I, I know you deal a lot with that. So uh I <laughs> Uh, yes, I would, because I believe that they have the other pieces and that he is the one that they need and he is in his prime. He's, he's been banged up, although in nine of 10 seasons, I believe he's played all 16 games, mm -hmm. which is incredible for a quarterback. Uh, so, yes, answer your question. I absolutely would uh, would bet on the Rams. I, I'd uh, bet a nickel on the Rams. Do you think there's a better chance of them getting to the Super Bowl than the Buccaneers or the Chiefs? one of them repeating and obviously if you're saying that you're you're picking the rams over the buccaneers but my question is i thought brady maybe was going to say hey this is it but the fact he's coming back you don't think that they have a chance to repeat at all this was I, their year saying tom brady doesn't have a chance is so ridiculous it's like telling michael jordan back <laughs> in the day and by the way brady now has one more ring than jordan and don't think that that's not significant to brady and to others Mm -hmm. uh, that he has one more, but um, I would never say Brady can't do anything. That would be foolhardy, or another word would be stupid. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I like the Chiefs going back next year. Um, I think that Mahomes, his toe wasn't right. I think mm -hmm. Reed, you know, the situation, the unfortunate situation, yeah. had to play a part. I'm not making excuses for the Chiefs. They were they were bad and they were outplayed, outsmarted, outcoached. But I like the Chiefs next year. And I would say between Rams and Bucks, those would be my two, although I haven't really looked at it. But um, I, I'm not betting against the Buccaneers as long. And Tom Brady could be 50, and I'm not going to He may play till he's 50. He I might, know he said he 45 well, he, or 46. Yeah, and he said after the game that he's coming back, which it didn't surprise me necessarily that he's coming back. It surprised me that he said it right away. So he, he just wants to keep playing yeah. until he can't. I think that him saying that yesterday – Drew Brees is coming back. I think Aaron Rodgers was always going to come back, but I think Drew Brees is you now going to say, okay, I'm coming back. Yeah. See, I think Drew Brees, I think his play went down enough where he he knows that it's time, and I think he's already got a, a gig lined up with NBC, which is pretty cush. But you're right. Maybe Brady has changed his mind. He said, you know what? Brady can do it at 43. I can do it at, what is he, 41? 41. 41. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. maybe you're right. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate it. We'll see who wins next year. I know. I'm ready. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Joe Yastroff, everybody. Okay. So let's see if you know. Yes, Brady, is he over Jordan? I don't know. Uh, some people are going to say that. He definitely thinks Brady is over Bill Russell because the number of Hall of Famers that Bill Russell played with. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. All right. I'll also give you a break. We've done enough of a podcast here. Thank you very much for joining me. If you join me live on the show, I really appreciate it. 
Uh, Sam says Breeze is done. I would say that Breeze is, he says Breeze is done, but I thought the last thing I read, Breeze said that he's talking about restructuring his contract to maybe allow for some other free agents to come in. Maybe, maybe. That's my take on it. That's my take. I feel like Tom Brady, if you talk about Jay-Z, right, the 40 is a new 30, all of these older players are going to say, I can give it one more go. I'm going to give it one more go because if Tom Brady can do it, I can do it too. There's no reason for me to call it quits. That's my take on it. And I think when you look at, you know, let's go down the line of all of the older players who want one more chance, even Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods has to even be looking at Drew Brees and saying, okay, I can catch Arnie. I'm a catch Arnold Palmer. Sam says, that's cool. They can just bring Jameson in when they actually have to throw the ball. I mean, heck, they had a three-headed monster, right? Taysom Hill. When they wanted to run it and do a little option play, they bring in Taysom Hill. When they need to get down the field in a quick two-minute drill, okay, you bring in the floor general and Drew Brees, pop, 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 score a touchdown. And if you need the long ball, yeah, bring in Winston. They have long snappers and regular snappers, you know, place placeholders for the kicker. Why not? Why not? That's my show for today. That's my show. I was just amazed at what the Bucs did, what Tom Brady has done. It's just amazing. And I want to see it again next year. I want to see more players doing what he did. Heck, he inspiring me to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And I hope you do too. Keep listening. Keep watching. Just for sport, walk on, NBA picks and props. Everything we have here on the Props Network. I appreciate the support. Thanks for watching. And my picks, as I said, Australian Open, Serena Williams, Dominique Team. There you go. Ciao for now.